Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 27th of February. I can't believe that we are already on the mark to ending this month. I think we've got two more days. We've got a leap year. It's an extra day, which turned all the holidays from Wednesday to Friday for next year, so or for this year. And we're having all these great holidays on Fridays and three- and four-day weekends. It's a, quite the year, big year of changes. And I know we're seeing it now and we're feeling it now, but everything that thought it was gotten away with is starting to show up. The things we were talking about, how the truth will finally show up, it's finally showing up. And denial of that showing up is even more interesting to witness. So we're learning a lot. This is going to be a year. It's already kind of going that direction, and it's interesting to just believe what we believe in life and feel good about it, whatever it is we believe. So we're learning. We're constantly learning. And today I do have dreams for... Let me see. I hope I can get through them all. I'm going to start with this one from last week that I didn't get to. And it said, Nadia, I have a new dream if there is time. In the dream, I saw a friend. One of her girlfriends was getting married. She was talking something about her future husband. Then my friend called another friend to see if she can connect me with someone but there was no one for me. Then someone told her the best way to meet people was through friends. Then I was in a bus going home. There were some regular people on the bus. There were homeless people and some little bit weird people. When the bus got almost empty, I didn't feel safe. There were still homeless and weird people in it, so I got out a stop before my regular stop. This dream, you know, it it looks like same old, same old. Yeah, you know, I talked to a friend, and yeah, there was a wedding, and they were talking about the husband, and then another friend, and then someone tried to fix me up, but there was nobody there for me, and, you know, it could just be that the best way to meet people, which actually is the best way to meet people, is through friends because at least you know who they are before they got to you, right? And then you go on, that you're on a bus and there's weird people and homeless people and, and other people. And when there was a crowd, you were safe. But when the crowd thinned out and it was just left with people that you knew maybe weren't all there, you knew enough to get off. So this whole dream is interesting because you are being prepared. It's like as we grow older, we have better filters. We have better instincts towards or actually listen to our instincts. Our instincts are all pretty much the same. Our red flags go up. It's it's us responding to them. But you're saying like, you know, There's no one for me now, not at least from that angle. I get that. But it also is saying that the door is open for you to meet someone because the thoughts are already there. But you want to make sure that you meet someone that to you would be worth 
meetings so that the time you invest, you will learn from and grow with. Think about that. Because the door's now open. And then you get on a bus with a bunch of different kinds of people and you are able to weed out where you belong and where you don't belong. And when you realized you were in a place where you knew you didn't belong, like it was really obvious to you, you knew to get off that bus. But the whole dream in itself is about meeting people. Not just relationship people, but meeting people and filtering out and making decisions instead of letting a situation dictate to you who belongs in your life and who doesn't. You've got a good filter. You knew that the best way to meet people is through other people who know them. And when you're among strangers and things don't feel right, you know when to get off the bus. And they don't have to be in extreme. You just notice that things were off. The homeless, that might be obvious because a lot of times what we're dealing with the homeless isn't that some of them don't actually have a home. They have a family and they have a home if they could handle being there. So that's usually, you know, an easy one to say, okay, I know I don't get along there. But you also notice that there were some people on the bus that were weird, that weren't okay, even though they weren't homeless. So your filter is very clear on where you feel you belong, but it also is very clear on what doesn't belong in your life anymore. So this is one of those dreams, I call them like a fresh start dream. You you come into a new situation in your life, and it's a clean slate, and now you decide what comes in your life and what doesn't. And it's it's funny. You will decide even on furniture. You will decide even on food you buy. You will decide on who you will give time to, to t- just talk to. Because now you're saying, I don't want to give away my time that easily. Because at this point in my life, I'm way more focused than I ever was. This is a time in my life I have time to pay attention to these things. And I'm going to pay attention. I naturally want to pay attention to prioritizing what's more important than something else. So this is a great fresh start dream. It's a great dream for me to start uh, Dream Theme Thursday with as well. So I have another dream. And it says, hi, Nadia, if there's time, I have two snippets of dreams or visions at times. I don't know one from the other, question mark. I would like to remain anonymous. I saw what looks like a creature of some sort. I wasn't scared. It was doing something as it faced me. I was lying down. It took out something. It was what we believe is a hand but it was an unfolding of three flippers of a hand, and this person began to place an object in my chest cavity. My chest was open, and at the same time, this being was placing a valve 
and I knew that this would fix me. This, wait, that's it for this vision or dream. The other, my son and I had to keep identifying ourselves to different people. My son would take off his eyelashes, similar to my sister taking off her fake eyelashes. My son did it twice in two different dreams, and I also had to give drops of tears from the ends of my eyes. We did this twice to identify ourselves, and it's all I remember from my dream. Love you much, Lee, Nadia. Thank you always. Both of these dreams are proving to you that you're trying to identify yourself and that you feel like you need something in you needs to be fixed. Identity and fixing, fixing yourself to identify yourself. It's it's like you know how somebody's just who they are. And they're just who they are. They're who they are wherever they go. Everybody knows that you do this and you do that. And your personality identifies you. You are trying to create an identification as opposed to being just who you are. The fact that in your dream you feel like something's missing and somebody else has to put that peace in you. It's like the person who's looking for a relationship to complete them. Someone else was there. And then at the end of it, you had to prove who you were. Because the question in your mind is, what's missing in me and how do I accept myself? What do you think is missing in you is my question. Because somebody placing an object in your chest cavity is where your heart is. So all my questions center around what do you feel is missing? Why do you feel you need it from the outside in? And then why do you feel like once you put it in, you have to be something you're not enough to where you have to identify who you are? One thing that can help you in a dream like this is to write down what are the three most important things to me and in that order. First most important, second most important, third most important. And then you need to ask yourself if you are doing what's most important to you. Because this sounds like a dream, I, it's it's. I can only say this because I lived in it. When you live in a tight culture, like a really tight culture where everybody's up in your business and everybody knows what you're doing and then there's like religion is thrown in and culture is thrown in and small town is thrown in and all these different filters that you have to make sure you please whoever over and over and over again. You start losing sight of what pleases you. Because your whole world is set up on pleasing others. So now you're thinking, what am I missing that I can't hear myself? 
but really you're just spread out really thin and you've lost the identification of who you are to yourself to the point where a creature of some sort didn't even scare you because you wanted to know who you are and you were willing to let them violate your space to put in who what the piece you thought was missing so i would say to you if you are single and you're looking to date someone chances are you are looking for someone who wants something from you but may or may not add much to your life they may actually you may put them in the category of others who want something from you, and then you're going to set yourself up to please that person just like you are wherever your world is. Because that's who you are right now. There's a missing piece. And the missing piece is you. And you have to identify that to yourself so that you know the difference between what's yours and what's not. If you don't identify... What you really want in life, if, you, if nobody you knew knew you, what you really want in life, when somebody tells you something off the wall that has nothing to do with who you are, that you've identified, you'd say, oh, well, wow, that may not be where I belong. Just like in the first dream, that's a fresh start dream, this is a... I'm hoping someone will save me from my self-dream because I don't really know what it is I really, 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 really want. There's a saying, and I, I put this out every once in a while just to remind everyone. When you own your own vulnerabilities, nobody else can. When you don't own your own vulnerabilities, anybody else can. And this dream is telling you anybody else can. Because I don't really know mine. But if you can say to yourself, hey, you know what? I feel really vulnerable. Really vulnerable. When somebody tells me something that's too good to be true, and I wish it was true, and I want it to be true, I am not so sure, hmm, this person came into my life and they swept me off my feet, and they promised me we would have a great life together. Of course, I'm going to take it because that will replace me thinking what would make my life great. Have I swept myself off my feet? Because what am I giving them in return? Hmm. What do they want from me, really? Is it sex? Is it just a good-looking person? What is it that they want from me? My job? What do they want from me? Just to have someone? Do they love me? Does it matter? Well, it will matter once you're in there. But if you're getting in there like, well, now I have my partner. Okay, I'm complete now. And now you live for them. 
You will wake up one day and say, who am I? And what am I doing here? So this whole dream is telling you, tension, dig a little bit deeper in in what you want, in who you are. Because you're literally giving someone the tears of your eyes and your son is giving the eyelashes of the eyes, the things that see, because you can't see right now. Look at what your dream affected. It affected your heart and it affected your sight or at least your eyes. So what you feel and what you see are things you feel like you have to prove because you have not identified them because truth doesn't need proof. We only need proof when we're not telling ourselves the truth. And a lot of times that's to ourselves. Like, see, I did that and I enjoyed it. Or somebody might tell you if you're dating someone, ah, you might want to really revisit why you are here. And then the person gets mad and they fight for the other person. Oh, no, really, you don't understand. You don't know him like I know him or her. And then there you go, down the pike. You're not going to be able to stop a darn thing. I always say if you don't like your, your, da- your son or your daughter's significant other, keep your mouth shut. Because the minute you open it, they're going to know. And now we're into the proof stage of saying this is right or wrong. They'll figure it out, and they'll figure it out better with your support than with your opposition. Because once you oppose, your kid wants to prove to you they're right, and then there you go around the merry-go-round. But if you give them space to grow, they will grow. And they will come to the terms like, wow, I don't think we see eye to eye on our future Or they may see eye to eye on their future and you may be very surprised that that partner is a good partner for your child. But you won't know if you pose opposition. And a lot of times that opposition that we pose is opposition we pose to ourselves. Like the mom or dad may have thought they didn't make the best decision, so now they're telling you, be very careful. Or they may think they made the right opposition or uh, um, right decision and then they might say to you you know these are things to look for this is how you'll know those kind of talks are growing talks but when the opposition is ourselves when we're saying hey I don't know if I can make the best decision when it comes to a partner (laughs) hey I don't know if because that missing part they're putting in is a person I know people like to say you complete me because it was such a great line in Jerry Maguire, the movie. But when someone says that, incomplete prior, that's where the fantasy of movies, it it like taps into our greatest desire that someone will just walk into our lives and sweep us off our feet. But how many people do you know in real life who say, I've been swept off my feet. He completes me. Or she. The truth is, you need to be complete to find someone else who's complete. 
better you know what, what drives you in life, the better you'll identify that feeling when you have that that feeling of attraction to someone and you may go, well, you know, I'm just physically attracted to them, but what whatever's going on inside that head, I'm, I'm not so sure. And And you need to identify that. Because when you have a son, not only you and your son, you're saying, this is my best. We can only give what we have. So you're sharing that kind of thinking with a son. That, wow, if I'm feeling it, my kids must be feeling it. Pay attention to what drives you. What are the top three things that drive you? An example would be my my family, my emotional well-being. my work. These are things I like about it. With my family, I feel safe. I feel a sense of connection. With myself, I want to be able to sleep at night. I want my filters. I want to feel like they're working for me, not against me. And if I see a red flag, I want to notice it. And I want to work in a place that I enjoy going to every day. So let's say you meet someone. They don't like their family. That's a red flag. Because people who don't like their family did not work out the differences that exist within their family. If somebody hasn't paid attention to themselves, they're going to use you to pay attention to them for them, and then they're going to fight you for paying attention to them, which is exactly the position you're putting yourself in right now because you haven't identified yourself. And then if someone else comes in and tries to do that for you, you're going to fight them. And then you're going to want to break up because you're going to say, wow, they're so controlling. Now, there's a difference between someone controlling you for real or somebody just coming in on the pretense of fixing you, but then you won't let them fix you because they're too far into your business. They can see you too well. And you haven't decided to see yourself that well yet. That's what it looks like in life. So if you can identify, hey, family's really important to me, and you meet someone who hates everyone in their family or doesn't like anyone they work with, you, you are going to go, wow, everything that's really important to me, they could care less about. So if I have a family with this person, they're not going to care if our children are estranged from us. Think about that. I did in my life meet someone like that. It was about three dates in. When the mask came off, but he hated his ex-wife, hated her. And then when he started talking about people at work, there wasn't a good one standing. And I thought, wow, one day that's going to be me. He made the decision not to see me again. I just listened to him. I was so shocked at what I heard, I couldn't even speak. But then he called me a year later. And he felt that he put himself back together again enough to withstand who I was, whatever he thought I was, which I don't even know what that is. But he started with, you know that idea you had for a patent? that I didn't think that was actually going to work. But he didn't tell me that at the time. And all of a sudden, I was 
the people he was talking about, and he came and sought me out. And I thought, I just would live in hell with that personality. Great-looking guy, great job. Stuff that was in there, I it was a Pandora's box. And for me, I feel like I didn't do well enough at the time. I didn't pass. Now I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you. You need to pass your own tests, not other people's tests. You need to ask yourself questions, not live under someone else's questions. Pay attention to what goes on in your heart, in your soul. Pay attention to what your eyes see. Pay attention. Take the blinders off. As your son in your dream was taking the eyelashes off, take the blinders off. See what's there, and you will only see what's there when you see what's inside of you first. You are not a pleasing machine. I hope that helped you because there was a lot in that two couple of dreams. I have one more dream from Chris Kip Woods, and he said, I had a dream that I was carrying a horse and put it in a horse box, and then I took my cowboy hat off and put it on its head, and it looked like a donkey. I laughed. You are just, <laughs> you are just trying to turn life on its head. That even something as big as a horse you can carry. You can handle what comes to you. And you can enjoy it along the way. It's that simple. We can laugh with life. We don't have to laugh at life. We can laugh with it. Because if you laugh at it, there's so much judgment that comes behind it. But if you can laugh with it, come a long way. We have gotten so serious and fearful of letting go, letting go our feelings, letting go what other people think, letting go how we're going to look to the world. But if you were, again, and I say this one a lot, and, and it's just so important, if you had seven days left to live and you found out on Sunday, what would you do on Sunday? What would you do on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday as you got closer to the next Sunday? What would you choose to do? That will tell you what's most important to you. Because I will tell you this, and this is true for all of us, if any of us died today, life is going to go on without us. So why not enjoy what you are doing today? Because you are the only one who's going to know that. Why would you spend today worrying about tomorrow 
or what other people are doing who are living their life and could care less. What you think. Ask yourself why that is important to you. Ask yourself why you're spending your life, the time you came here to do your work in, you're giving it away because it might feel too hard to face at the time. It's never too hard to face. We may listen to our ego that tells us that to keep us away from our own growth. It is never too hard to face. So if you are ever making a choice that says, I don't want to know the truth, your choice is really to live a life based on no truth. Because you don't want to know it. And the ego is like, woohoo, I'm coming in. Let's get this party started. Do you really want that party? I would just leave that party and go to a different one that maybe I could enjoy. Pay attention to who you are because you're the only one that can represent you. You guys, the time is up. Everyone who had birthday wishes for my daughter, thank you. And I will see you guys tomorrow on Questions Friday. Wow, Friday already. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.